Welcome aboard the BK Escape Pod. That's right, it's the augmented and bionic podcast version of the live show. You can hear Saturdays from 10 a.m. till 12 p.m. Eastern on 100.3 FM and AM 1450 WBHF Radio. You can stream the show live there Saturdays at WBHFradio.org or on the free TuneIn app. Look out, here we go. Hello there, this is BK on the air, here to tell you that if you hear the telephone number, please don't call, because this is a rebroadcast. Any questions? Yeah, I got a question. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? Give you the answer to that question, Mr. Bender, next Saturday. Don't mess with the bull, young man, you'll get the horns. Stand by to receive our transmission. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Dead or alive, you are coming with me. The Force will be with you. Always. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. Right. Oh, I'll turn your mic off while you do that. <laughs> That's going live right as you started screwing that in. <laughs> hey, it's my show. That sort of craziness is totally allowed. I mean, I don't, I'm glad I'm not a. Um, I'm not. I'm glad I'm not a news professional because I wouldn't want to have to worry about messing up on the air if you're on the news. Well, they mess up all the time, so maybe I could be a, a news guy. Well, you're missing the word "miss up" and "make up." <laughs> There's a difference. They both mine start would, with them. Mine would be unintentional. Theirs <laughs> is in, totally intentional. Yours is a mess up. Theirs is, in, is planned. Yes. Hello, everybody. It's BK <laughs> on the air. It's where we like to take uh, nostalgic geekiness and pour it all over your cereal instead of milk. We'll just make sure it's saturated <laughs> with all that nostalgic. No, What's don't, it made don't, out of? <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Funny how your mind goes and you go in that direction. You know, it's it's funny. It's it's made of milk, <laughs> and and it's like a kid. It's whole milk, not that fat-free milk. You know, oh, that's, I'm yeah. like, hey, you want a glass of fat-free milk? No, I don't want water with white coloring in it, <laughs> like Carnation. Chance, did you ever try instant milk like Carnation growing up? Did you? Ever no. Try Never try it because I tried it once. I'm like, well, let me try this and see if it's any good. I'm like, oh. That's that's as bad as a YooHoo. Now, what I about don't like YooHoo drinks? What either. about the Carnation Instant Breakfast? I never tried different. that. Never tried that. I loved the vanilla or the chocolate when I was so a kid. So it's actually but, pretty good. But that's like a protein shake. I didn't realize, but it had sort of the vanilla flavor. So it was like a thick glass of milk. Oh, good. Yeah, I like that. that. It's thick. But I like the breakfast bar, the Carnation Breakfast Bar. Well, you like um, Could you take a Carnation Breakfast Bar and stir the breakfast mix with with the bar? Dip Probably it in could, there? but I didn't I guess. never That'd did be protein that. overload, wouldn't it? <laughs> That'd be nasty. <laughs> can also end up defeating the purpose of why you're doing the protein yeah. shake to begin with. Hey, that's me. It's like, that's can I have I bacon eat. and egg, sausage, and uh, let me get a protein shake because I'm on a diet. <laughs> what? That, that reminds me. I had a cousin, and this cousin of mine weighed probably close to about 290. 
He was really he was a he was, and a, he big was five he was a big two. old boy. He's a big old boy. But he would make one of his typical meals would be uh, talk about double standard. He would make maybe two or three hot dogs at a time with a big bowl of chips with it. I mean, you gotta you gotta be you gotta feed that body that's that big something, or it gets really hungry. You know, unless you break that habit. But you're gonna laugh at this. Nitrate City. He he demanded when when his mom went to the store. He's like, don't forget to buy me diet ketchup. <laughs> diet ketchup. Well, he's trying. You get small baby steps. Yeah, <laughs> right. And, it's and, been made by Hunt, so I've never heard of diet ketchup. Uh, yeah, it is. It's like a slow sugar diet ketchup or something like that. Ugh. I don't know who made it. I don't even know if they make it anymore. But what's funny is when we're walking or hiking or doing our walking thing that we usually do and on a nice day, like today, we might do it today, by the way, after we've eaten, <laughs> as we're walking, just to make me feel better, Mrs. BK, she'll go, Okay, you know, we've been out here for two hours and a half, and it's been really good, and we've worked up a sweat. We may have walked off three French fries. <laughs> oh, oh. Great. Don't put it that way. Yeah. Please don't put it that way, because that just makes me feel hopeless. It's amazing, isn't it, how much you have to burn? Why Why isn't losing weight just as easy as gaining it? It would be nice if it was everything in this world were equal. everything hard takes work. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Eat more popcorn. Fat-free. Yeah, but full Except of carbs, though. But full of carbs. Full of carbs. Carb, carbohydrates. Full of carbs. you got to watch that, though. But, but, and uh, it can crack a tooth if you have an unpopped kernel. That's the only um, diet that worked for me since we brought up carbohydrates. Back in the day when I went on the uh, the Atkins diet or whatever it was called, yeah, high low carbs, I tried every other way to lose weight. I tried low fat. didn't work. Because I, I wound up going, oh, the low fat food tastes like crap. I, I, I hate this. Doesn't that help you stop and, eating? Uh, yeah, Help, no, it helps me stop eating that and go back to the other food. The low calorie wasn't really working for me. But when I switched over to low-carb food, because I could tell, oh, wow, it's responding now. That's what my body does is take carbs and just puts them in there and puts them up and makes them makes me fat. And when I did that, I got down to pretty a lot smaller. I, I'm not at the, my largest right now. I was a lot bigger than this. But when I was at the height of that Atkins diet, I got much smaller than I am now. But I've since gone back up a little bit. But I never, I've never gone back up to the way I used to be, thank goodness. So, But I'm still a little overweight. But the carb thing helps me. Yeah. It works. Did you try low-cal pizza? That's a Ralph Cramden thing. I made I it know. up. It's and fictional. I, and when the honeymooners. Low-cal pizza? <laughs> yeah, no, That's a bad idea, Ralph. Get-rich-quick um, schemes. But I never – But I never. Um, it worked. And I'm like, yeah. that's what really worked for me because I was eating protein. And when I'd go, like, order food at the restaurants, it was easy for me to go, no, I just want the meat. Just bring me no bread, this. Right. No bread, no pasta, no potatoes, which is really bad because when you're on a lo- when you're on the lo- – how do we talk about – this is diet talk with BK on the air. Hey, you brought it up. I'm just rolling when, with um, it. <laughs> When you start to go into what's it called ketosis when you're yeah. when you're whatever you're when you're burning to check, fat when your body you're supposed is supposed to make sure yeah. you're doing it and I and I and the and the process of checking ketosis is kind of gross but uh, it's, you have it's those like little strips a, it's like a pregnancy test for men right. <laughs> congratulations it's, same, it's, it's a girl thing. it's the same thing <laughs> all these diet fads F A D S fads like Atkins keto diet uh, well Atkins, never know what to believe in but you know what's funny is Atkins to me wasn't a fad because it worked. Uh, it's it all in what's working. It's for only you. a fad yeah. if you're only doing it short term. It's like Susan right. said earlier. It's got to be you've changed your diet now. It's this is be what your, we it's eat from now. Lifestyle, on. right? But it becomes it. popular. I mean, with the general public, you know, oh, there's yeah. friends. Oh, there are there are fads, definitely making right. money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Hey, what was it? The big thing, the They'll juice diet money. for a long time. Like, just drink juice every meal. That's all <laughs> right? you need. It's like, 
But what? wait, I'm spending with my sugar? every yeah, my every exactly. waking moment in the bathroom. <laughs> What's going on here? I'm, I'm losing hungry. it. I'm losing it in there. And I'm always hungry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the fat. And th- and then through the '70s, we always heard how uh, oh, you eggs are horrible. They got so and so in them, and they're full of too cholesterol. much cholesterol. Don't eat this. Don't eat that. Then then the 80, late '80s are like, oh, eggs are great. Eat mm-hmm. eggs. Bran muffins. They're the best thing. They'll save your life. Eat eat bran muffins. And they're like, no, nah, don't eat muffins. Don't. It's just it, it goes back and forth. I can't so. say on the radio what George Carlin said eggs were yeah, we i'll can't, leave it at that we can't say anything george carlin on the radio <laughs> very little i will tell you though eggs are probably the most perfect food they can be used they to are. make anything everything and you can even eat them by themselves i love eggs Protein. in any form fashion any and fashion. wow how great did eggs save our lives as mankind because uh, what you do with them you cook with them constantly you right. mix them in everything everything and when i see them when i see them when we're in that um we're in the hibachi restaurant where they're making all the food in front of you, and he's throwing the knives up and making the, the little volcano f- fire and all that stuff. When he pours that rice on there and starts to crack those eggs and chop it up in there and it gets mixed in, I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm ready to go. I like my go. eggs fried Red Fox style over hard. Over easy and over hard. Well, and Stacy, when she gets her, her eggs at these restaurants, she picks all of the egg out because she does not eat eggs, doesn't like them at all. I'm like, you don't like eggs? What's wrong with you? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Doesn't eat eggs. So, you know what that means in our house? More eggs for me. Right. She only cooks with them. But she's heck with baking, though. She'll take those eggs and turn them into some really nice stuff when she bakes uh, all, all the bakery stuff that she does. BK on there. We're not going to. This is not the food show. I swear to God. It's not. It's not food talk. But we do love food. We'll hear from the golden rage of TV when we come back. It's BK on there. We'll return after these messages. Open wide, America. Burger Chef's got big, juicy, terrific burgers for you. 100% all beef. We really work hard to serve them hot and delicious. So you can take them to our works bar and make them taste even better. The way you want them. You're going to love our burgers. Open wide, America. You never can forget. You get more, more, more. Marsha, Marsha. There's a secret. Where's the secret? The secret's at your fingertips. It's Arthur Treats Your Fish and Chips. How do we make the meal you can't make at home? What makes our fish fillets so crunchy? Are chips like french fries outside and baked inside? We'll never tell. There's a secret here tonight. Real good secret here tonight. Clap your hands and smack your lips for Arthur Treats Original Fish and Chips. person you got the number right because you are talking to kid a dynamite me. greetings fellow classic tv fans the big valley ran from 1966 to 69 for a total of 137 episodes. This highly acclaimed TV western brought us a who's who of great actors, all of whom became classic TV legends. 
For decades, Barbara Stanwyck was an A-list movie star who had appeared in 85 films. During her 60-year career, Stanwyck earned many awards and nominations, ultimately bringing that movie star power to television in the role of Victoria Barclay. In 1953, Richard Long, who played Jared, co-starred in a feature film called All I Desire with Barbara Stanwyck. Long had three notable main roles during his classic TV career, specifically Bourbon Street Beat, the initial seasons of 77 Sunset Strip, and of course, Nanny and the Professor. Nick Barkley was played by the great Peter Breck. He was discovered by Robert Mitchum, who got him a role in his 1958 film, Thunder Road. Having worked as a ranch hand and known to have one of the fastest draws on TV westerns, Breck was a natural for the many roles he earned in the popular genre. Linda Evans played the stunningly beautiful Audra Barkley. One of her first TV guest star roles was in a 1960 episode of Bachelor Father with her future Dynasty co-star John Forsyth. And did you know that Linda actually filmed the iconic Evil Knievel crash at Caesar's Palace? And reportedly, she later dated her Big Valley co-star, Lee Majors. Speaking of whom, Majors was picked out of 400 actors, including Burt Reynolds, for the role of Heath Barkley. Nicknamed the Blonde Elvis, his role on The Six Million Dollar Man was a global success. And as a special treat to Big Valley fans, both Linda Evans and Peter Breck both guest starred with him on his 80s series, The Fall Guy. The Big Valley is known for its fine editing, international popularity, and well-polished look. But for me, as one of my favorites, it was all about that talented main cast. This is Pat McCormick with your retro TV trivia from the Golden Rage of TV. You can also find me on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Golden Rage of TV and on Twitter at Golden Rage of TV One. And now back to BK on the air. And you did, and you did make a nice uh, rea- uh, observation while Pat was talking. Alan was talking to me off the air. And uh, he does. Pat McCormick does sound like he's smiling when he's talking. Right. And he makes me smile. Right. Too. They should have Pat McCormick like negotiate things with the UN or something. <laughs> like when there's like about war about to break out, it's like, come on now, you don't want to do that. Let's get along with each other. We're both countries I, that respect each other. I need to write a script for him <laughs> where he could say something like that. Are we really thinking about global thermonuclear war? <laughs> war Honestly. games reference. Well, now that Honestly. you bring it up, Pat, no, we're not. I, I agree with you. you. No, know, we happy. were going to until you showed until up. You told us about it. You agree with that about Pat's voice? I do. And by the way, that fall guy he referenced. I have that on 16-millimeter film on cut. It's a great one with Peter Breck. It was like a reunion, and Roy Rogers was in it. It's called King of the Cowboys from season three you, uh, of that show. You collect film? Yeah. I didn't know 16 that. 16-millimeter and 35-millimeter film. Why didn't you ever tell me film. that? Why didn't you ever tell me that? <laughs> you, you should, yeah, you should mention it more. For my projectors. <laughs> Why do you use film? That's so backwards. Get with, the, get with like, video. There's a lot of stuff that's only available on film that's not been released on right. DVD or Blu-ray. Because it was only worth the releasing. Anything is still on film that hadn't been released, nobody that's wants to see true. it. That's not true. Just kidding. <laughs> i got to hit that who, nerve with you for the film because he's very passionate about it. Yeah. So backwards. Yeah, backwards. Films is backwards. Why would anybody watch that? Collect things. Not in stereo. You don't want things from the when past. When you start hazing me, that's a sign that I'm in. The sound is BK. bad. <laughs> that's right, because we do it to everybody. That's, that's exactly yeah, you're right. getting only two tracks of audio. <laughs> who, who only wants two tracks of audio? <laughs> I want surround sound. Well, that's I why mean, I, I dumped all my theatrical films on 16 for that reason, because they're mono. But with TV like, shows, you gain better sound and bigger poke, picture. Poke. I only collect... <laughs> 
TV he doesn't, shows. He doesn't realize film. that we 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 love we think film is great because that's the only way to watch things that are big movies. Because if anybody goes, well, I don't want to go into the theater anymore. Because why? I have a, I have Blu-ray on my little on my flat screen at home. I'm like, still going to the theater, seeing a movie on film the way it's meant to be seen in a motion picture cinema is still the best way to see any movie ever made that was made that way. It really is. I kept Empire Strikes Back and Star Wars on film and scope widescreen, even though it's mono. I love it. By, by the way, awesome. I have an Empire Strikes Back in, on this day in history today, too. I'll tell you what that is later. Ooh, right. And I kept so, Superman uh, 1 and 2. No, um, by the way, watching film, uh, and for me it's an experience. I would used to go into my uh, and go into the drive-in. I want, I want to share something with you guys because we're thinking about, we've got a new, um, we're, 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 about to, we're going to move into our new house up at Lake Arrowhead, which is just north of here in Waluska. Uh, eventually it's going to be where we're I'll probably retire and die there that's where I'll wind up living for the rest of my life first of all just, just imagine it's a beautiful place examine though. those words you just said what my retirement home yeah I know I don't want to use well, those we words. talked about 55 plus last I know. week it's I know. Like, it's where I'm going to wind just, up those are words that but, make me go Ugh. but I will say this at least we're the type of people that have planned for it I mean True. I don't know what to say about people going well do you have retirement Nah, not really. Well, you're you're 56 years old. Why don't you have any retirement? Oh, I have Social Security. I'm like, that'll be <laughs> – what did Archie Bunker say in All the Family? He goes, yeah, Social Security, they give you just enough money to die slowly. <laughs> That's how much you get from Social Security. I don't, and I don't think we'll have it. I don't, I don't remember the there. comedian, but they said any government program that puts the word social in front of a word, whatever that other word is, it means the exact opposite. Run away, kicking and screaming. If you think Run it's away. Social Security, it's probably insecure. I'm a lo- the reason I bring this up is because I told Mrs. BK, I said, I love – there's a, there's a style, and I know it's from the 70s and the 80s, but she hates it. You guys remember, you're familiar with glass bricks that are glass that get stacked on top yeah. of each other? You You've walls seen showers. Yeah. You've mm-hmm. seen showers made out of glass bricks, sometimes windows yeah. in a building. I fell in love with glass bricks when I was a kid when I'd go to the 411 drive-in over in Alabama. We'd go to the drive-in and see, because usually ticket booths had glass bricks on their base. The Cobb Galleria did. And they had lights behind them that would light up. You know, AMC. It, was be- yep. it was beautiful. And I said, you know, I, I don't care what we do with the house up in Waluska. i got to have some glass bricks in there somewhere. I'd love to have like a glass brick shower or kind of like a glass brick separating a couple of places in the living room or something like that. She goes, we are 100% no way in world. And she didn't say world. She used H-E double hockey sticks. Sing it, BK. We're having black, she, glass bricks. She goes, we're not having that in our house. I'm like, She's Why? a brick house. I'm like, hey. She's a, glass brick house. She's a glass Let brick house. You know, she may have to accept the fact that all trends come back around. I've got somebody who just texted and said, if you can find them for less than $11 a brick, tell me. I'll buy them all because she's trying to do the same thing. <laughs> but I love them. I, it's a throwback to going to that theater. This theater, when we would leave the drive-in, the exits, when you would drive out after the movie was over, it was still dark, everybody had their lights on. The exit on each side of the of the exit for it went out on the road had, had um, step shaped glass bricks with little blue lighting in them where you could see how to get out yeah, and I'm lights. like oh i love that and i said i want that you know when i get older in my house she goes okay i'll make a deal with you she goes you can have one glass brick and set it on the shelf or something like like to represent i'm like that's not good enough come on can i not just have one room in the house give me one room where i can put what i want on the wall what i want to do display what i want can i just have one room 
just That's one. not too much to ask. That's Art not too much Deco to ask. Art Deco throwback 1980s, baby. Yeah. I could put like a Rocketeer poster up there. Like a, the Rocketeer marquee was so cool. It looked very Art Deco 30-ish. Uh, oh, it was. Looking. It was great. Every man um, deserves a cave. Yeah. I don't even want a cave. I just want a little corner. <laughs> I'm asking for a corner in a room or whatever. We'll see how it works out. Because last time I checked, you know, I work too. I'm half of this deal. I'm half of this relationship. I got 50%, right? Is that right? Is it 50-50? What? What show was that? Um, Am I I incorrect? What's the song? We split it down the middle, but they gave her the bigger half. (laughs) Jerry Reed. Jerry Reed. (laughs) Remember that show, guys? Work! Yeah. Bob Denver. Um, the many Dobie loves Gillis. of Dobie Gillis. Yeah. Major G. Krebs. A show that he I never. Work. A show that I n- tried to watch but couldn't because it's so dated that I I, I can't really get into it. Well, you had to watch those, it for Tuesday Weld in the earlier seasons right, and or, Warren Beatty in season one. Or you had to grow up watching it through that era to get it. It's, you remember it, Tuesday Weld? How pretty she was. Yeah. It's it, but it's not a timeless show though. Is what I'm saying. I think it's a lot of shows don't translate well now because they were so much of a product of their time. That's one of them. Now when he did Gilligan's Island, that's a timeless show. You can watch that anytime it just fits whenever or whatever when i went back and tried to watch the dukes of hazard i can't watch the dukes of hazard because it just it's just such a product of, the, of its time and i liked it as a kid and i looked back on it now and i'm like dukes of hazard was a kid's show it was a kid's show even though daisy duke was there it was still a live action cartoon was all it was Come on, Flash. it was it was a cartoon and they made it into a saturday morning cartoon on abc i want my black i just want a, some glass breaks and you know what now that i brought it up she's listening probably <laughs> Because she never listens until I say something wrong or bad that concerns her. and Our wives both have the same spidey power. Maybe my last broadcast. They get that little tingle. Know. And it's not the tingle I want. It's the tingle that says he's saying something that I should be paying attention to so I can scold him later. <laughs> different kind of tingle. <laughs> exactly. It's totally different. Like, it's like, it's your Peter tingle. Don't say that. Hey, mom. no, that's that's No, wrong. it's not the Peter tingle. Don't say it's that. The, uh, it's the wife tingle. That's right. Well, you got a lot coming on. I don't have enough time to get to it now because we're approaching the bottom of the hour. But some of the things I have to talk about today are, and not limited to, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre star has passed away. We talked about, I think, guys, I think we did a pretty good, I got a couple of messages this week about our ZZ Top stuff we were doing last week. A lot of people that liked ZZ Top, and it was good to see the feedback from people talking about it, how we had a good time with uh, talking about ZZ Top and celebrating uh, the life of the bassist Dusty Hill who passed away. I have another ZZ Top story about that that came out this week. I've got a Stranger Things story. Talk about a Georgia tie-in where Stranger Things is filmed right here in the state of Georgia. Season 4 is coming up and i have a story from entertainment weekly that we're going to talk about and i have this special story i actually had this in the stack and i never got to it but it's but it's it's one of those stories i can do anytime and i'm going to try to do it today the the, the article is called the twilight zone eerily predicted the death of its one of its most frequent actors there was a guy that was on more than one episode that's of the twilight creepy zone, weird and it's a very creepy story save that story uh, for our uh, halloween special we may need to yeah i'm to bring it up there too i have a whole halloween special file that i got this year that i want to cool. talk about and let's remind everybody that by the way we we're do only two months away we do a halloween spook <laughs> and it's going to be here well, like, two and a half but well back when we were back when we did it and it was over we're like uh it's a year toward the next before the next one well here here, it's approaching already so Mm -hmm. being in our 50s time goes by much quicker Which is another bad Time thing. Time doesn't slow down. I don't like. You know, I, I thought, uh, and we got a lot of stories coming and up. And that's on way. a Sunday, by the way. Yeah, it'll be on the Sunday. It was great last year because it was on a Saturday. And, and you fun. invited me. Right. I mean, you can. Bartels. Of course, it's, it's Halloween. You can come in and be a part of it if you want to. I'm sure the uh, other guys won't mind because you're, uh, oh, we're all scary in know. our own way. There's only we're all scary. three compartments now. <laughs> I don't. I ain't going to talk about it. <laughs> We may have to cut off. We'll take a diamond and cut a hole in the middle there. Our show has now been segmented. 
they've, they've successfully segregated us in the studio. How are we going to flash the news? That's all I'm going to say about it. That's all I'm going to say about it. You, you wanted glass say. brick. I, I see myself in this thing, and I don't like this reflection in the studio. This is terrible. Speak on there. We might elaborate on that later. But speak on there. We're going to take a break now, and uh, we'll be back. And now, these messages. You can crush, crush them at Clyde's Car Crusher. You can mold a car or truck, decorate it, give it wheels, and crush it. It's a wreck. Go to Clyde's. The traveling crane takes it to the crusher. You turn the crank and crush it. Clyde's Car Crusher. It's fun to build them. Yeah, and it's fun to crush them. Clyde's Car Crusher. Clyde's Car Crusher. Assembly required. Comes as you see it, including iron on patch. New from Remco. Roger, kids. He wants my wheat cereal that's part of this nutritious breakfast. Super Sugar Crisp! Going somewhere, wheat free? Yeah, Sugar Bear. Gonna scoop up your Super Sugar Crisp in my rocket scooper. Yeah. Springtime. <laughs> Looks like I've got my Super Sugar Crisp. And you're all washed up. Hey, it's BK on the air. We're back. I want to tell you about Cartersville Bicycle Service and Supply. You know, there's a new bicycle shop right here in Cartersville. It's called Cartersville Bicycle Service and Supply. And they've got a great deal going on for you in August. This is held over from uh, from July. They were doing it in July. Now they're going to do it in August, too. Uh, you can buy an adult bicycle at regular cost and get a kid's bike for 50% off. That includes all bikes with 20-inch wheels and smaller. Both bicycles much, must be purchased at the same time. And remember, Cartersville Bicycle offers maintenance and repairs of all bicycles as well as parts and accessories whether you're a veteran rider or just starting out cartersville bicycle has what you need to get out there and enjoy the roads and trails of northwest georgia or wherever you happen to be stop in and see the shop they're located at the corner of west avenue and south tennessee street and are open every day seven days a week from 7 30 a.m until 4 p.m and you can call them up at 470-315-BIKE that's 470-315-315 Two four five three, or just search Cartersville Bicycle on Facebook, and you will see them there smiling back at you. Cartersville Bicycle, enjoy the ride, baby. That's right. I used to ride a bike every day of my life back in the old days, and I really should adopt that again because uh, we're, we're thinking about getting bikes, and we've been mulling around the idea, and we may just go over there one day and talk to the folks over there and check them out. They make bikes tires bigger now because the older 10-speed bikes, if I was to get on an old 10-speed now, the, the, it doesn't matter how much air would be in the tire, it would go, <laughs> it would just squeeze it right down what as were you much riding? as I weigh. What was I riding? What? type of bike i don't know when you're a kid kind probably of, like kind of with wheels knockoff i don't know if it was it wasn't specialized it was, rock hopper no i don't i think it was kmart <laughs> i didn't get i didn't get name brands growing right up. but I did they kind of look like the bmx style bike no mine had the Not banana seat mine had oh, the banana seat i had one that was like that, that. Way, i did yeah. have one with the banana seat yeah my and i had one win and uh swing <laughs> no i don't even i don't think it was i think it was a um or Western Auto. It might have been, remember Western Auto? I had that that brand. I had the chopper once. I had the chopper bike. They had the long chopper front with the wheel, like a chopper motorcycle. It was, it was I, I loved that thing. I had a dirt bike, Rampar. R-A-M-P-A-R, Rampar. Never heard of Rampar brand. Are they still around? No. I had a, uh, I had a bike horn on my, no, it was a siren. I, I attached a siren to my bike on the bicycle. Siren? So when I was driving down there, it just worked on batteries. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> and boy, the neighbor's. 
hated that thing, and my mom made me take it off. As a kid, I didn't understand. Now, if somebody had one in my neighborhood, I would understand because I'm 55. Right. <laughs> but still, it's, it's noisy. The headlight was cool. It was kinetically powered. See, Chance had the cool pedal? stuff growing up. We didn't. I didn't have that kind of stuff. No, my dad had that on his on his ten speed. I remember a little. He had a headlight. It was yeah. He could put. Oh, he wow. had a little switch. It would. There was a little gearbox on the back of the rear tire that oh, would really? come across the tire, and as the tire spun, it would spun it a gear the, really? that powered it up. So as you're going faster, it was brighter. But if you came to a stop, oh, it would wow. go out. So it only glowed as it was being pedaled. You bring up lights, and that reminds me of a, of a of a car that was invented, I think, in the '50s. And you guys remember the movie Jeff Bridges, Francis Ford Coppola? It was called Tucker. The yes. Man in His Dream. Great movie. I it love was it. a really Martin good movie. Mark Landau was in it. Yeah. He was about Tucker who invented that car. And my dad remembered the Tucker because he grew up, you know, in the 40s and 50s. And he says, yeah, the Tucker had a headlight. It had two headlights, but it had one headlight in the center of the grill, and it was attached to the steering column. And when you would turn corners and curves on the road at night, that headlight would turn so you'd see a little better as you turned. I'm like, wow, Tucker was ahead of his time because my wife's Lexus she used to have did that at night. It would do that, and it started with that car. I don't think car any cars did it much after the 50s. And I think he was the he had something to do with um, intermittent wipers, too, was the first car. It had delay wipers on it, so he was ahead of his time. I like the wipers on the headlights in the front, the Mercedes. Wipers on the headlights. See? Did y'all have a Mercedes like that? Nope. Okay. Yeah, Friends they were cool. Uh, but I think Volkswagen did that on some Volkswagens, too. Yes. had a little wiper on it. That's a little too posh Volvo. for me. I don't think my Volvo did, yeah. headlights did. I'm not wipers. doing much mudding that I'm worrying about. It gets the bugs off. It, it gets true. rid of the bugs, man. My, my friends would get mad if I had uh, had a car like that growing up. They're like, oh, you got a car with wipers on your headlights. We can't talk to you anymore. <laughs> I think that's outdated technology. <laughs> it, would, it would be useful today. Be I don't know why it went away. It is, yeah, because they don't make them anymore, do they? They don't no, do them. I, don't I love it. So. Look at the people out there. Mr. Howell's car. Look at the ants. Them and their. Look at my car, lovey. Could you imagine? Because remember, on the later episodes of Gilligan's Island, they had a car. Gilligan, it was it was pedal car, and he would pedal the howls around in this, right. in this wicker around. car. Could you imagine having the wipers on the Gilligan's Island? You need to put wipers on it, Gilligan. Oh, we can't possibly go around the Coconut island without wipers. Then it's time yeah. that we flash the audience. We should the probably. The weird and strange. Who, who cares? We got an hour and a half. We can. We can. We can well, guess what? There. I have the first news. And this comes from UPI, a favorite topic of ours, the Guinness Book of World's Record. And I thought maybe this one would be yours that you could run into, BK. Well, let's, let's, let's check it out. A Wisconsin man who has held the Guinness Book of World Record for lifetime Big Mac consumption since 1999 had his record updated with his latest total. He is now up to, in his life, documented 32,340 Big Macs. Well, I got news for you. I have beat him. I just didn't register just, with the You forgot to keep the receipts. No, since 1972, he started, I read. I, I didn't. It's I been didn't a long time since 1972. Track. I didn't keep track of it. The guy's name is Donald Gorsk of Fond du Lac, or maybe it's Bay there. It's Fond du Lake, uh, said he averages two of the McDonald's signature sandwiches a day. Wow. Two Big Macs. So instead of having a two-pack-a-day habit, he's got a two-Big Mac-a-day habit. Ah, <laughs> At least he doesn't smoke. That's right. Guinness <laughs> World Records recognized him as the record holder for the most Big Mac burgers eaten in a lifetime back in 1999. And the record-keeping organization said he has now broken his own record at, I said, 32,340. Basically, uh, Gore said he keeps healthy by skipping the French fries and walking about oh, right. six miles Okay, well, that's okay, every then. Every day. That's okay. He's a hippie-looking dude, too. Yeah, what's wrong Long with that? Long hair. As long as he walks. You know, 
no, I mean, you can kind of eat what you want if you if you if, balance it with. If something you're else. eating two of those, and then let's say your other meals, let's say fruit in the morning, and then maybe a healthy meal, it's probably okay. And he's not he's skipping the fries. Yeah, he's the fries the are fries. really bad for you. I mean, so if you're fried, basically eating good. bread, lettuce, and some what we hope is meat. He best be taking vitamins. <laughs> what we hope is meat. Well, there's vitamins in the burger, right? Are there vitamins in there like A, B, <laughs> K. I doubt there's any vitamin C for cholesterol. No. <laughs> I get the next news. Don't think that's what the C stands for. Hey, please let me think that that's the way it is. That's the way I. Uh, that's the way I justify it. From UPI as well. A California man. Oh, here's another one. A California man's quest to break a record for having lunch at Chick Fil A every day ended at 153 days and fifteen thousand and three hundred dollars raised for charity that he did. He did. How it does he do it every reason. day when they're closed one day a week? I don't know. I think that's wrong. It can't be every day. Maybe he buys it to go on Saturday and holds Just it. Keeps it. Sunday. Ben Boyles of Bakersfield said that he was having lunch with some friends at Chick-fil-A when a news story sparked his interest in setting an unusual record. Boyles started eating lunch at the fast food restaurant every day. Oh, oh, here's where it is. Every day except Sundays, it says, when all of the chain's locations are closed, as we know, and soon recruited Troy Hess, owner of the Bakersfield location, to turn his record attempt into a charitable endeavor. So he, he turned it around and made it positive. Hess agreed to match Boyles' $50 a day donation and at the end of the attempt on day 153 they had raised $15,300 for Victory Family Services Charity. Peter Vilvige, the Foster Family Agency Administrator at Victory Family Services said the money will help the group take care of children. Wow, that is really, really cool. Yeah, He's next. He's what next. What are you doing? He's next. He's not paying attention. He's oh, got the next hey, news. He's no, next. He was he's so next. worried, so worried he's about next. the paper. Yeah, he's, he's trying to be so I don't have the it. next news. <laughs> but you will. You'll have the one the, after this one. The whole type A. Just <laughs> okay. did, did you feel he hit on, the wall? He's on the ball. I heard it. He's on the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the next news. Stealing my flash. Stealing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it the seagulls? The seagulls. Mine, my mine, mine, mine. Uh, oh, Russia. Who's that from? That was from uh, Finding Nemo, right? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, seagulls. The seagulls. Yeah, they. <laughs> Every, uh, everybody says seagulls now, and I just think of the Yoda song that they dove over his, his <laughs> over his seagulls. I thought it was ABCs. My bad. <laughs> it's all right. It was last week. I threw you off. I'll, I'll only give the topic. And yeah, we'll, just give uh, the topic, and we'll a come Russian back. Russian hot rod enthusiast showed off his latest custom vehicle, a car that shoots jets of fire. From its headlights. Is he made of steel? I don't know, but it is cool car. Not not to, not good for Russian traffic. You still haven't seen Black Widow, have you? I have not oh, seen you, the red. You, you, you will have an even more bag. <laughs> What's his name? The red. The red guardian. Red guardian. Guardian. After these messages, we'll be right back. No. McDonald's. For you parents who don't speak Klingonese, he's saying people of Earth unite and bring yum, your yum. kids to McDonald's for a Star Trek meal. That's a regular hamburger, fries, soft drink, a McDonald's and cookie sampler, and a Star Trek prize. Oh, he has five different boxes based on Star Trek, the motion picture, action scenes, jokes, games. He says, take it from a father who knows. His kids love him. McDonald's Star Trek meal available for your kids now. Thanks, Marge. You've done it again. <laughs> Makeup and wardrobe. Where would an actress be without them? Or without shiny white teeth? There's something I really need. How about you? If you need white teeth, you should brush with a toothpaste that gets them their whitest. Pepsodent. It's the only toothpaste with zirconium silicate, an advanced brightening discovery, and no other toothpaste can beat it. Teeth that need to be white 
Need Pepsodent. Honest. Most illogical. FM 100.3 and online on the TuneIn Radio app. Now, back to a guy who'll make you feel really young, mostly because he's so old. It's BK on the air. That's right, I'm old, but you know, I'm for, a, for, a, for a mountain, I'm very young. But for an acorn, I'm ancient. That's got, a way of looking at from, it. That's from Remo Williams. I like it. Yeah, because he goes, you're old, Chun. He's like, for, for an acorn, yes, I am very old. But for a mountain, I have yet begun in years. I'm like, Joel Gray as Chun an American actor playing a Korean martial artist, and he pulled it off beautifully. <laughs> it was, Remember it was that time when we used to think actors were hired to pretend? We yeah, can't were, do that anymore. Oh, you mean they were acting? Right, they were yeah, acting. But they were doing it well. They were they, able to convince you yeah. that they were something other than who they really were. And now now it's bad because you seem everyone seems to have to cast someone that's actually that ethnicity. Yeah, if, if you, you can't wanna, take them seriously. I'm, that's not true. Like if you want to play a blind man, like hua, yeah. scent of a woman, yeah, you can no actor. longer hire somebody who has sight. Can't get my eye. That just doesn't make any sense. I'm I used sorry. to think it was a craft. Now, now, if it's a blind actor that is the best person that uh, auditioned for the job, sure. hey, have at it. Go for it. Correct. Right? I mean, come on. You are correct, sir. But. <laughs> Thank you, Ed. <laughs> speaking of the, okay, speaking of the Tonight Show, the news flashes are going to take up the whole show, I can tell you right yes. now. Yes. Because I'm getting sidetracked. It's okay. If you've ever seen this, I posted it on Facebook. Do you remember when Johnny Carson did Karnak the Magnificent? Yes. He would take the, he would read the answer to the, the answer to the question, then he would read the question. There's a clip. Look for it on YouTube. There's one where Johnny, you can see the panic in Johnny Carson's face because Ed McMahon's already introduced it. It's Karnak the Magnificent. I have here the answers sealed in the envelope. And he goes, uh, he goes, okay. And he's playing with his cape and everything. He's got the big headdress thing on. And he leans over to Ed McMahon and goes, and, 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 and whispered his in his ear. What's happened is someone didn't give him the answers. Whoops. And they had to take a commercial break. <laughs> Come back. He's like, okay, I've concentrated. And I now have the answers after the commercial break. Someone misplaced that was the prop. So funny. So I think you have. We'll get back to your news that you were doing before we went to the break. I had to steal my news flash back. Okay, here we go. A Russian hot rod enthusiast. This is where we left off. Uh, got his latest custom vehicle, a car that shoots jets of fire from its headlights. Vahan Mikalian, a mechanic whose previous creations include a car that walks on eight legs instead of wheels. Wheels, said he used a VAZ 2106 Zyguli, I guess commonly cool, called I guess. a Lada 1600. Mm, I might Russian be speaking car, a completely new language. I feel like car. I've been given a script to some like sci-fi movie. I don't even understand the term. I'm just speaking gobbledygook. Maybe that's but. their version of he took a 1967 fastback Mustang. Probably. Is their version of that or something. I would, Who knows? It has to be. Uh, so uh, to create his latest custom car, which he dubbed the Dragon. Dragon, very it's good for you. Good name for that. Not only does it make girls impressed, but clears lots of interstate for me. <laughs> and uh, if the girl's not hot when I take her out, she'll girls, be hot after I hit her with this. If not hot, I have her stand in front of headlights, she become flaming. She's smoking hot. <laughs> She's smoking. <laughs> McCallion shared a video on Reddit showing the headlight flamethrowers launching jets of fire at distance of about 20 feet. Jets of fire. That's a lot of fire. <laughs> 20 feet. Oh, my goodness. 
Did he measure it? I guess. I guess he did. Stand twenty feet in front of car. Stand, oh, stand man, twenty-one feet. <laughs> you imagine having that on your Audi, Chance? Just missed. It'd be nice to have him in the rear, shooting out the rear of the car. Beg pardon? Well, <laughs> well, depending on what I'm you've sorry. been eating. I'm sorry. You get the gas. I just I, had the burrito. I got the cheap gas for my car. <laughs> Should have got the expensive guy. So uh, he also said he's planning on an event for later this month that will feature another car being set on fire. I bet he is by his dragon. I'm going to that put four awesome. car. No, it's oh, see. That, that I can awesome. follow simple instructions. <laughs> I went to Soviet school. I know how to think. Government told That's me how. Awesome. I've got the next news. I'm not allowed to think for myself. For real this time. For real. <laughs> for real this time. Also from UPI, a 95-year-old social media star and her grandson said they have broken a Guinness World Record in Ohio by cook- cooking up a giant Oreo cookie that weighs 175 pounds. Watch a small mm. one. Where are you going to find the glass of milk big enough? That's a double stuff. That's a triple stuff. I need to dunk it. What's so special about an Oreo cookie? It's a creamy, licking chocolate sensation. Ross Smith, a social media influencer known for the videos he makes with his 95-year-old grandma, said the duo decided to take on the challenge of making the world's largest Oreo. Wow. Smith said the 175-pound cookie unofficially broke the record set by a 160-pound cookie made by Oreo manufacturer Mondelez International in 2018. Smith said the record attempt was time to coincide with his grandmother's August 1st birthday. Nice. You know, I finally, you, you said in that story, uh, a, so, a social influencer, mm-hmm. like, you know, that is a thing. Um, I finally met my first Instagram social influencer when I went out to California back in 2017. What, like in person? Yeah, it was, it was a friend of ours' daughter, and that's all she did. She, got, she built such a reputation on Instagram where she would go around the world. They would pay her to do this because, number one, she's very beautiful. So she would try on bathing wear, like in Europe, model sunglasses by a certain manufacturer and do all that. And she gets paid to do that. And I'm like, really? I said, I thought, I thought, you, I thought you guys were mythical. I didn't know that you were real. You're real, a real thing, social influencer. And she's like, yeah, and was telling me all about it. And I'm like, it's asking sensible questions that I would ask. I'm like, well, what, what, I mean, do you have, do you have retirement plan? Do you, I said, cause I said, do you have a plan for the future? Cause you know, you can't do this forever. It's like Logan's run. When you're 30, this is dead to you. When you get to a certain age, it's not, I don't think it's going to be able to take you into your golden years. She goes, well, it's hot right now, so I'm doing it right now. But she was making money hand over fist doing that. You know what trick they do, those and influencers? If they have like 50,000 followers, they will follow you in the hopes you'll follow them back. And then they dump you. But I'm hip to that. I, I notice when people dump me and I dump them right back. I've done that on before. On Instagram. Alan's done that. We've done that. I don't have that problem. Nobody follows me. <laughs> I follow you. You do. I follow you. But you're real. But I'm fifty uh, percent of the time. Yeah. Fifty. I'll tell you what I will. I'll tell you what I'm I will real do. Real fifty percent. What did do you, you do the other half? Did you know? You don't want to know. <laughs> I'm a cartoon. We. Uh, I've never. I have never defriended someone on Facebook. Nope. I've Not never once. defriended someone. But I have unfollowed a load of people. Meaning, unfollowing just means you don't get 
updates on a lot of and some of them are like very spam and spammy and whatnot i just don't i've never deleted anyone but i have unfollowed several i have had to use the mute mute something like that like you know what i'll be i'll check in with you in a month see if you've see if you've taken your medication i've muted several (laughs) on see if you've you know come back to reality (laughs) some people some people get really really like they get really fixated on a topic and like that's all they're posting it's like i'm kind of done with this topic i'll be back in a month muted several on twitter I mean, oh my goodness, Twitter's the. I thought Facebook was bad. Twitter's but once worse. I got on Twitter, I'm like, Twitter. And you know what? I wish they never had done on Twitter. I wish Twitter had kept the limited characters that you could post. I wish they'd kept that. Because you remember they made it longer. They made where it like, like, I'm two, like, it was yeah. much better back then where people couldn't type as much. Well, <laughs> it's like, say it But in people less were words. learning to do that. what they still do is they'll create chains. They'll like right. tag to that, their tag that's to what, the tag. But, but, so that but, and that's what but, you do. You'll post a, a story that's, you know, you'll say something, but you're like, and you'll, you'll follow it up with. Two, uh, two of three or something you're like right. this is the next part because sometimes you just ha- need longer to say mm-hmm. it whatever and stuff like that so yeah I've got the last news wow news flashes are taking up to noon here that's fine <laughs> to noon from UPI <laughs> I would say 11 <laughs> in, in another time zone uh, UPI a Florida family spotted something in their toilet uh oh you want to take a guess what it was this time a it's crocodile? not a, not a snake an alligator you're close though you're close a was salamander uh, bigger than that, but smaller than an alligator. Was it like a, a gecko? No. Is it a reptile? You're, you guys are all around it. Yeah, it was an iguana. Iguana. But listen to what happened. The lizard camped out inside the commode for several days before being captured. I'm like, how is that possible? Kurt Hilbreth said he went into the bathroom in his family's Hollywood home to brush his teeth when he spotted the reptile splashing around in the toilet <laughs> bowl, having a good old time in the pool. Yeah. Quote, it was so big that it was not submerged completely in the water, and it's got that tail that whips back and forth, he told WFOR-TV. I'm like, is that an iguana on your toilet, or was it just a big dinner? Just that this one This thing sentence. was splashing around the toilet with a long... It was so long, it was sticking <laughs> out of the water. He went in there to brush his teeth. Hillbreath said he attempted to catch the long thing, swishing around with its tail. But it fled down the drain. It went back down the drain of his commode. No. He said the lizard resurfaced again three days later. This thing was running in and out and vacationing in their bathroom. I've never heard. I don't know if this is true, but it's oh, no. Quote, I was able to grab him by the back, back legs and part of the tail. I was pulling out. He was pulling in. The tail was going back and forth. Water was flying everywhere. It was total chaos in the bathroom, he said. Who does number two work for? Th- this is a tailor-made newsflash. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say number two? <laughs> it did. He's, He's wrestling. The, the iguana was iguana. again able to escape his grasp. This dude was not being caught. It's like, I like where I live. He says, and, and, and the, the guy goes, unfortunately, I was left with a handful of tail. But I'm Geico. The family summoned trapper Harold Rowe. This guy's last name is almost Rodan from Godzilla. Harold Rondan, R-O-N-D-A-N. It would be better if it was Rodan. He was from Iguana Lifestyles, and he was able to get the iguana out of the commode. I don't know whether he dived down after it or went through the tube or whatever. Hillbrush said he was determined that the iguana had gotten in through a sewage vent on the roof of his home and said he installed a wire mesh finally to hopefully prevent future unwanted long tail splashing splashing around visitors maybe it's a so, real life version of the villain from the first amazing spider-man the worst uh, oh the lizard yeah 
you know, lived in his sewers and has laughed That's down right. there. That's right. He's a great villain. His, his um, experiment didn't go quite as, as well. He but, got turned into a complete But I love the water. lizard because he always wore a lab coat. First appeared in issue six, which I have in my collection. Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> issue six from you know, 1963. First thing I found in my toilet was, other than what I left there, was... <laughs> Was just maybe a spider or an ant or something. I've never seen the snake. I've never seen. Uh, there's never been a, a crocodile or anything like. That. And nope. I don't want there to be nope. either. We did have a snake in the living room once. Mrs. BK saw a snake in our living room, and hopefully never again. It's BK on the air. <laughs> the President Cleveland home for a cleanup. These men can't waste time with stubborn dirt. That's why they use industrial strength janitor in a drum. The same industrial strength cleaner you can use at home to cut cleaning down to size. Tough enough for a playroom floor, tame enough for a baby's high chair. Janitor in a drum from Texize. It does the work, not you. Finally, a robot to stop ladies from squeezing Charmin. Don't, don't squeeze Charmin. Don't, don't squeeze Charmin. Charmin's doubly fluffy. Doubly irresistible. Don't squeeze. Don't squeeze. <gasps> squeeze Charmin. Squeeze. Charmin. Squeeze. 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 Stand by to receive our transmission. Welcome to Star Wars Extra, bringing you the latest from the Star Wars galaxy. I'm your host, Mike Mann. Hello there. This week, the upcoming Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel has released yet another promo video in support of the 2022 opening of its immersive Star Wars experience, where guests become part of their favorite galaxy far, far away. In the new release, we are treated with actually seeing the new lightsaber actually ignite. Quite breathtaking, to be honest. However, with all the amazing concept artwork, behind-the-scenes construction photos, and the hype being built up surrounding the attraction, becomes a bit of unexpected, jaw-dropping news. As amazing as the experience surely will be, it comes with a hefty price tag. Disney announced that a standard two-person trip will cost roughly $4,800. Three guests will go for $5,300, and the major package of a four-person cabin adventure will run roughly six grand. These prices tell the creative team at Star Wars Extra one thing. It's time to talk to Jabba about a loan. What the whoopers? Also this week, StarWars.com shared the Star Wars Inside Intel Palpatine's Contingency Plan article that finally solidifies the true origins of Supreme Leader Snoke. While we've known that the Supreme Leader is definitely Sith-grown, thanks to the bottle of Snoke's making its appearance in The Rise of Skywalker, it has never been confirmed what or who he is a clone of. In the article, Lucasfilm Jr. Executive... I'm sorry, Emily, I know I'm going to get this wrong. Emily Shaku Kwani writes... Destiny in the contingency would catch up to Rey in the form of the First Order, led by one of Palpatine's evil duplicates called Snoke. Star Wars Inside Intel Palpatine's Contingency Plan is an absolutely brilliant read and can be found on StarWars.com. I have been every voice you have ever heard inside your head. Also in official Star Wars news this week came the announcement that Christian Slater and Tony Hale will be joining an all-star cast in the upcoming Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales Halloween special. In the second holiday-themed special from the Brick Realm, 
Poe Dameron and BB-8 make an emergency landing on Mustafar and seek help from Grabella the Hutt, who has purchased Darth Vader's castle. Deep within the Dark Temple, they meet Veni, Vader's trusted servant, who made an appearance in Rogue One. Much like Kevin Scott's Star Wars, Tales from Vader's Castle, an IDW comic special, Veni narrates horrifying tales from the dark side, only this time in animated studded fashion. Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales will debut on October 1st and will stream exclusively on Disney+. My lord, Director Credic has arrived. And last up this week, The Bad Batch, episode 15, titled Return to Kamino, debuted on Disney+. Plus. In the first part of the season one finale, the Empire is tightening its grip on the cloners while Clone Force 99 works to rescue their captured comrade Hunter. While yes, we know the Empire will prevail and the outcome of the transition period from Republic to Empire is extremely dark, however, it's truly amazing to finally see the events unfold in the most minute detail. The Bad Batch return to Kamino is currently streaming on Disney+. Additionally, the makers have confirmed that yes, the Bad Batch animated series will be returning for another season in 2022. Any orders? Or shall we do what we do? Let's blow something up! That's all the time we have. As always, tune back in next week for all the latest and greatest in Star Wars. For Star Wars Extra, I'm Mike Mann. And now back to BK on the air. Thank you, Mike, for, for the Star Wars extra. We got a little Star Wars story to tie into that. Uh, locally, Chance and I and a lot of people go locally here in Kennesaw, Georgia, to play at the Portal Pinball Arcade. They have classic video arcade games from yesteryear. Sponsor and some newer us. Sponsor ones. us. Newer ones. I, I'm in, I got that in the works. We, we're, we're working on that. Hopefully, Kevin Carroll will get a hold of them. I forward him some info on them. They're very nice guys when we go there. They're happy to see us. But you go in, you pay a flat fee of like 10 bucks an hour. I think it's probably less if you pay more than, more than that for wanting to be in there longer. I don't know. You have to check them out. You can do all day. Portal Pinball. But we got to play a very special new, new to us. It's, it's, it's a few weeks old already, maybe a couple of months. Tell everybody, Chance, what we got to play at Portal Pinball. The Mandalorian week. Pinball Machine. I thought it was okay, but it's a lot like a recent Star Wars pinball game. It's kind of like one size fits all in terms of yeah. the design. Not to be negative, but it's still a heck of a lot of fun. And you beat it was me. Fun. And you know what? You know what I noticed about you, Barry? <laughs> what? If you play, if fat. you'd play golf, if you played golf, you'd be the guy yelling four when someone's trying to take a shot. Because you talk. I know what you're doing. That's your strategy to beat me. Because you like to win. You talk all the time when I'm playing. Is that what I do? You do. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. I, but getting I back kinda, to the I game. Kinda pat, I kind of pat you on the back, though, and go, you know, not <laughs> physically, <you're> <laughs> not physically, but I say, hey, good shot. Way to go there, Chance. You do. That's awesome. You do. So, uh, I'm just harassing you a little I bit. I guess I'll just zip my mouth shut. No, no. Uh, when we what play. did you, you think what of I'm hearing, What I'm hearing is, hey, shut up. That's just what I'm hearing. That's like, what I'm hearing. Hey, shut your mouth when I'm playing football. Shut your pie hole. But, Alan, Alan, there's an Iron Maiden game. I texted you pictures of there that you would love being an Iron Maiden fan yourself. Just if it's got the music and just the ambiance, I think it'd be fun to try. And Eddie on the back glass. They have a great mixture there. of. uh, And back back to it, though, it was nice that we got to play it. And Mike Mann saw from Channel Star Wars that we played it, and he hasn't even got to play it yet. And he he was like, oh, man, that's great. He he liked my uh, Instagram post that I put up of us playing it. I want to get some some live, uh, live video of it on stream, and it was good. But uh, they have a mixture of older classic pinball machines. They have from the 70s, some from the 80s, some from the 90s, and some mm-hmm. newer ones, which is great because mm-hmm. you've got the best of all worlds, and then you can play whatever one you want as many times as you want because it's total free play video games. in there, and it's great. And real quick, there's a festival coming up, and I'm going to get them to sponsor you and us. Okay. All right. The all right. Southern Fried I'll Gaming Expo is take, coming up I'll at the that. Cobb Waverly Hotel. Now it's, I guess, the... Um, 
what is it? The Waverly Hotel in Cobb County. It's I know the, the weekend of August twenty yeah. second. It's a uh, what is the Century Center Hotel? What's that? Marriott. It's the Marriott Waverly Off Hotel. Claremont, that's what it is. Claremont Road Century Center, right? Yeah, or but Claremont but this is, one, yeah. that's where it used to be. It's yeah. at the Cobb Marriott Waverly Hotel where, in Cobb where the, County, where the, uh, where the Gallery the Mall is, right? Correct, the correct. Near Cumberland, and it's a heck of a lot of fun. You can have adult beverage, walk around, play games. You just pay an admission. It's family friendly. There's live music. Yeah, as yeah. we said, yeah, so adult beverage. One year they even had live wrestling. Okay. Well, I mean, it was a weird mix of fun it, stuff to we'll do. Let, we'll There's a comic book dealer. There's a mud? dealer area was it in mud the wrestling? lobby. <laughs> I recommend it. I say mud wrestling, and my mind immediately goes to stripes. I loved that oh, movie as a John kid. John Candy getting the top, um, right? Now, when you <laughs> when you say you're going to get, they're going to sponsor my show, do you mean you're going to contact them and ask them? You're not for order, next year. You're not ordering them. To no, do no, no, no. I know them. I worked with them when I was with Cumulus, and we I set up something with Rock One Hundred Point Five. I shouldn't mention them on your so station. So you're guaranteeing me that that they're going to be a sponsor. You're guaranteed that's going to happen. You sure, say I'm getting them. Challenge well, accepted. That's nice. Challenge that's accepted. Fantastic. Just forward the. Uh, I'll give you the contact info for Kevin Carroll here and let them know what's going on. They like to know all that stuff and. Uh, I mean, I, I, they like knowing who the sponsors are here. I would like the Lions Den locally to sponsor the show, but I don't know if they'd welcome that. All that. Do they, do they allow you to try into things? The, into the. <laughs> can <laughs> you imagine me reading a, a an article for the Lions Den on here, like <laughs> Cartersville Bicycle and some spy? You, you would can be get, able to. You can get 50% off of. <laughs> Buy one, but. I and would, get a second. I wouldn't want the second one half off. <laughs> Sorry. That's all I got to say about that. That's as far as I want to go. I could go Check further. Check out our wide selection of I films. Could, I could go further if I was on the other station, but it's gone now. So, PK on the air. We'll be back, I hope. The following is for mature audiences. It's Junkie. I'm Tina Louise, and I've loved Junkie since I was a kid. Only now I know why. Junkie's built for grown-up taste, too. Not thin and flat. It's thicker candy. And thicker is more than the way Chunky looks. Thicker is the way Chunky tastes. A grown-up shape with deep, rich chocolate flavor. For mature audiences of any age, Chunky tastes thicker. Hi, mateys. This is K.A.B. Antonio Bay. Stevie Wayne here, beaming a signal across the sea. For the men of the seagrass, 15 miles out tonight. A warm hello, and keep a watch out for that fog bank heading in from the east. Now, in the meantime, relax with me while I play this song from the Coupe de Ville's, dedicated just to you. Boy, would I like to meet her. <laughs> I saw her at a grocery store one day. Yeah? You would like to meet her. She's crazy. There's no fog bank out there. What do you know about her? She owns that lighthouse. I know that. Her son plays Little League with my kid brother. She's a mother? <laughs> I thought you were happily married. <laughs> Not that happy. <laughs> Fog bank out there. Fog bank out there. Hey. There's a fog bank out there. Alright. I'm drunk enough. Let's go back. Hey, we're back. It's BK on the air telling you about Cartersville bar- bi- Barcycle. Say it! <laughs> Cartersville Bicycle. Say it! See, I'm like well, Alan. My brain gets ahead of my mouth sometimes. Well, you were just trying to imitate the mouth. lyrics. 
Oh, yeah. Did you know there's a bicycle shop right here in Cartersville called Cartersville Bicycle Service and Supply? They've got a great deal going on for you for the month of August. It is August. I can't believe that just in two months our Halloween special will be coming up, right? Mm -hmm. That's just right around the corner. Once again this month. It will be the 31st. Just like in July. You can buy an adult bicycle at regular cost and get a kid's bike for 50% off. This includes all bicycles with a 20-inch wheel and smaller. Both bicycles must be purchased at the same time. And remember, Cartersville Bicycle offers maintenance and repair of all bicycles as well as parts and accessories. Whether you're a veteran rider or just starting out, they have the bike that you need to enjoy wherever you want to ride it. Stop in and see the shop. They're located at the corner of West Avenue and South Tennessee, South Tennessee Street. I drive by there every day on the way home. They are there. I can I can, uh, I can uh, swear to that. And they're open seven days a week, every day, 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. And you can call them at 470-315-BIKE. That's 470-315-2453. Or just search Cartersville Bicycle on Facebook. Cartersville Bicycle Service and Supply. Love the smell of bicycle tires in the morning. You loved it when we went over there, didn't you? You walked in the door and you sure Ah, oh, that smells great. That rubber on the road smell. Same thing when you go to a tire shop. It's like a new car smell. Yeah, when I went and got new tires for the uh, for the old uh, SUV, I walked in there and I'm like, oh yeah, it smells good in here. Love <laughs> it. Love smelling rubber. It's really great. Oh, you men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones and you're off with the boys to boast and brag. You better keep your mouth shut. What are you laughing at? Just... Why do you laugh? What's going smelling on? Smelling rubber. You and your where your mind goes. No, it's just and works. It's an, and you know what else I liked as a teenager, and I should not have liked it. Smell but of gasoline. I did. Gasoline. Yeah. yeah. yeah and I didn't too. go out of my way to just really do it. But when I would get gas as a, as a teen, I'm like, wow, that wow, holy. Oh, wow. There is something What's about... What's that doing to me? And <laughs> garden hoses, people, too, in a hardware store. Rubber garden hoses. All right. and, yeah. and some people, though, again, hate the smell of gasoline. It's just whatever your, whatever your brain is in tune to. Like some people, it's like cilantro in a Mexican restaurant. I hate cilantro. I hate the way it tastes. I hate the way it's... I just hate the taste of it and the texture or whatever. To me, when I eat cilantro or eat it and, and taste it in, the, in a dish, it tastes like soap or medicine yeah. to me, and I don't know why. And it says a lot of people are that way. They either love it or they really hate it. That's why it. I'm with Parmesan cheese. You don't like Parmesan cheese? It, it smells, smells terrible. It tastes like vomit. Well, it doesn't taste like vomit, but to you, but well, you it does, right? I don't know what vomit right? really tastes like. It smells like vomit You don't know what vomit tastes like? I've thrown up in my mouth before. I know exactly I know exactly. What I, I don't like. want a mob I've hit. Sorry, Italians. My share of verps on the air even before. My, what was that? My sister said, it's the Parma- opposite of Listerine. Parmesan cheese smells like feet. Like, and well, feta cheese, too. I guess yeah. you're right. I learned no. a long time ago Sorry, not Greece. to mix up hey. to mix up what something maybe smells like with how it tastes. Because cheese has kind of a pungent aroma, all kinds. That's but true. I, my wife and I, every now and then, will say, you know what? Had a long day. We, we had a huge lunch. Right. Not really super hungry. We'll eat a plate of crackers and cheese and watch something on TV. Oh yeah, it's a great course. way to spend an evening. And you know what? If there's monster n- cheese is an odor though. If there's right, if if there's no and uh, and and the one they always made fun of on the little rascals, Limburger, Ugh. that smelled rancid. We call it pungent. Uh, Good word. Yeah, pungent. It's pungent. Uh, that's a word we can say on the radio. It's yeah. just a fancy word. Half of my audience won't know what pungent means, but I'm sure they'll decipher that. Uh, yeah, well, you're pungent too. <laughs> No, I don't think you're using that word the way I'm using yeah, it. Yeah, but you know, I taste good, though. 
I stink, but I taste really good. Just uh, she'll tell you any day of the week. 770-386-1450. Why not give out the number? Because I haven't done that the whole show. We will take your call if you want to call in and talk to us here at BK on the Air. I want to do a follow-up story from last week. Dusty Hill passed away from ZZ Top, and we were really we had a good time talking about our favorite ZZ Top songs yeah. and the albums. And we came to the conclusion in this in the studio that we're all ZZ Top fans, just like we should be. And it just depends. It doesn't matter what era it is. You know, you had your favorite era of ZZ Top. They mm-hmm. were just consistently good. A great. Group I would all argue the time. everyone. If you there's got to be at least one song you'd be like, okay, I don't mind that one. Right. It's like there's, there, there, there is a, group, a yeah. song. I, I really don't like ZZ Top, but I do like Legs. Right. You're right. They could okay. come up with one song that's really good. Well, ZZ Top performed their first concert without Dusty Hill following his sudden death at 72 years old. This is from Fox News. Uh, the band, with the uh, addition of Elwood Francis playing bass, played a show Friday night in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Quote, we're going to have a good time here tonight, Billy Gibbons reported. Uh, he told the show, uh, the crowd, according to an ultimate ClassicRock.com story. Quote, I've got a new guy up here. As you know, Dusty gave me the directive. My friend, your pal. Elwood Francis is going to hold it down behind me, unquote. That's what Dusty said to him. There you go, Chance, before right. he passed away. I was wrong. The show must go on. Well, and, the thing um, that to keep in mind is, you, if you remember from the story you read last week, this is a guy who's been with the band for a long time. He's the, been the original three. They haven't never changed their line. But, I mean, this guy that's filling in oh, now. Oh, Elwood, yes, he's, he has. He's he was there. their studio technician. He's he would tune up their guitars. He would in. go on the road. So he knows them, knows how to play. So he just kind of moved right in and kind of filled that gap. Like a Pete Best kind of, sort of. When he Except left he wasn't Beatles. replaced. Yeah, uh, Gibbons, Gibbons said later during the show, quote, how about that Elwood tearing up the bottom there for Dusty? I mean, he awesome. gave him kudos on the stage. They said the crowd went wild, love it, had a great time. And ZZ awesome. Top, of course, they announced uh, Hill's death last Wednesday. So so there you go. Keep keep marching on. I mean, some people want you to do that. What was the other story that kind of ties in that? Oh, and, uh, Graham Chapman from Monty Python, when he passed away. That was a blow to them. I mean, those guys were together for years in Monty Python, and uh, later on they did a they did a stage appearance somewhere. All of them without him because he'd passed away. It was their first appearance, I think, publicly after Graham Chapman had passed away. You remember Graham? He's the guy that played King Arthur in mm-hmm. the Holy Grail. Funny guy. They're all funny. They yes. were on stage, and when they were there on stage. They had a cardboard cutout of Graham Chapman up there with them. That's the way to do it. And it was so funny, and and they caught heat from some people after it, saying, how could they do that? That's disrespectful. Um, And they're like, please, we knew this man better than you guys did. He would have laughed his butt. He's laughing at this right now when Mm -hmm. we did this. and, And I totally believe that way they were. I mean, they've got to. It's got to be that way. What's the matter, Graham? You look a little stiff. <laughs> and then he would think that's funny. Exactly. <laughs> and it is. It's, it's funny. And I told people, hey, when I pass away, do something, do something fun or whatever. I mean, I know you're sad. Some people will be sad when people pass away, but celebrate. What did? Oh, why am I drawing a blank? The main wizard, the guy uh, in uh, Harry Potter, Dumbledore. Dumbledore. <laughs> Dumbledore. Remember when he in the last movie, Deathly Hallows Part Two, and Harry. Harry dies and he's on the other side, but he's in the train station and it looks all white and everything. Mm-hmm. He's like, he goes, "Where are we?" He's like, "We're at King's Cross. It looks only cleaner. <laughs> it looks nice." And when 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 Harry's trying to talk, what's going on, Professor? I don't understand. And when Vol- when he's trying to walk away and away from him, and you could tell he's walking into the into the abyss where he's going to wind up. And he's like, he's like, Professor, is this real or is it just or is it just happening inside my head or am I imagining it? He goes. Well, of course, it's just happening inside your head, Harry. But does that make it any less real mm-hmm. that it's happening? He goes, "Don't pity the dead, Harry. Pity the living." That was a great line, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm saying. That's what I think I, uh, about the Graham Chapman thing and about Dusty Hill with ZZ Top. Don't pity the dead. 
go on living for them. What does what does what does he say in um, Titanic when Jack when he's freezing he's in the water he's like you know go and do there's these room things. for me up there yeah. why are you not letting me no and go, <laughs> well yeah but he's like go go live your life and after she lost him she went off I mean I, one of my one of my You're great films it wasn't one of my favorite films but what the point I'm yeah. trying to make is he said go and I'm gonna die right you go and live. Right. Do what I won't be able to do. Go ride horses. There's go no travel. point in live, giving up yes, your life right. because of the loss of somebody. That's right. And, and that's and because that's the story. honestly, if I found out that the people that I left behind couldn't go on or couldn't be normal, that would upset me. Like, You'd come back and haunt them. Get, Get your butt to work. Here. Get out of bed. You'd, Get out of bed and go do something. You would appear in their closet and pull your face off in front of them and go, Get out of here. Seriously. Yeah. I, I, well, I told you, we went to a, a night, uh, was, it was called a night of celebration for the passing of. Professor J.B. Tate. Right. The it guy, was awesome. The guy in college, right? You're yes. talking about. Yeah. They had beer. They had tables set up. They had all this food. They oh, had yeah. people giving a test. It was it was a party. It was a party. And it should be and that. And that's the best funeral, quote, quote post-funeral gathering I've ever been to. And don't get me wrong. You're, I know people are going to get sad when someone passes away because there's a loss. Well, yeah, you've lost you've that to, person. That, that life is gone. You, you'll, they'll never be around again. But they part of them will be around because you'll remember them. You'll have them. And uh, I had a relative whose dad passed away. It was my uncle that passed away. And his son, who was my cousin, he was so – he was kind of a homebody kid. Mm-hmm. He stayed home for a long time and lived with his parents. When his dad passed away, it was – it was I mean, three, five years later, he was still crying over his dad passing away. And so this, that's guy, not this right. guy's in his 40s. That's not 50s. right. That's that's weird. And that's unhealthy grieving. It's unhealthy. Yes, that's so exactly kind of unhealthy right. unhealthy grieving. There's Don't get moments. me wrong. Don't forget, I'm not saying forget about the person. Right. I'm saying – Live because my dad would get mad at me if he knew I was moping around. My dad put me back in front, <laughs> leaning rest he'd position you, in the he'd rocks. Make you do that again, wouldn't he? Get your butt down there, and I don't want to see you touch the ground until I'm done haunting the house. <laughs> That's right. And Chance, you've you recently lost somebody that you remember. I mean, same thing. You've got you can remember this several person. people. Yeah, you remember this person, but they would want you to go on and live, right? Sandy Sable, Mike Brooks, isn't Larry that the, Hutchison. Isn't that the point? That's right. They would want you to go on. Alan said it best when he live. a few weeks ago talking about when his dad passed away. He says, "My dad would want me to go on living and not moping around, just like you said." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's the way. It's I can guarantee be. you, my dad would be up there going to be, that ain't my boy. <laughs> if I was if I was right. moping, yeah, and he'd be like, "I don't know who that is." He just wandered in my life. I don't. My dad would be so mad if I didn't if I didn't keep my responsibilities first and foremost in my mind. He's like, "You got kids, you got a wife, you got a house, you got a job, you got things to do." I appreciate you miss me, but get, out, get 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 back out there. And my dad said, always, you know, always keep a good relationship with people, especially me, because you know, when I die, you know, you're going to come into a lot of money. He was kidding because my dad didn't have anything, but he was making a joke, and I thought that was funny. So that's great. Seven seven zero three six fourteen fifty is our number. We're coming up to the bottom of the hour. We're going to take a break, but I got more stories coming up. Uh, talk about passing away. We have a, a actress that passed away. Talk about that. Eleven. Um, Millie Bobby Brown from uh, Stranger Things. I've got a story about that from Entertainment, Entertainment Weekly coming up. Did you guys see the, the the deep fake of Millie Bobby Brown as Princess Leia that someone did? No, but and you looking know, at her face, I'm like, she could play a young Princess Susan Leia Susan anyway. said that. She said, as I've seen her get older, she said she looks like a young Carrie Fisher. And she could pull it off because she is a phenomenal actress. She's very good. Phenomenal actress. So, uh, yeah, yeah, my got, segment's going got, up. Well, I was just about to say oh, that. I'm sorry. I was just about to say that. By the way, Chance's segment's coming up after we come back. <laughs> He's got his segment coming up, his snapshot uh, flashback of nostalgia. We'll talk about that and see what's going on. And uh, I've got some other things like with well, that Stranger Things story. We might have a quiz later if we got time. I know I've been teasing that for 12 years. And uh, on this day in history, too, I'll do, I'll do my on-day's history. 
came to this little place, waiter says, try this, you'll like it. What's this? Try it, you'll like it. But what is try it, you'll like it. So I tried it. Thought I was gonna die. Took two Alka-Seltzer. Alka-Seltzer neutralizes all the acid your stomach has churned out. For your upset stomach and headache, take Alka-Seltzer and feel better fast. Alka-Seltzer works. Try it, you'll like it. This is William Shatner, and I would like to invite you to take a journey with me into the 21st century. So take the next few minutes and listen very closely. You'll be amazed at what you hear. Hey, we're back. It's BK on the air here on AM 1450 and 100.3 FM WBHF. We stream online on the website. Go to WBHFradio.org, and you can hear us there if you're ever out of range, or you can download the TuneIn app. And listen for free if you want the free side of it. Let's go over to Chance Bartels. Take a chance. It's time for the snapshot history classic nostalgic thing that he does. Okay. Well, it's time for my nostalgic news of the week. It's called BK Forgot. The R-rated animated rock fantasy feature Heavy Metal is 40 years old today. And happy 61st birthday to dopey David David Duchovny, born August 7th, 1960, best known as Agent Fox Mulder in The X-Files. May I make an observation about him on The X-Files? I was never a big X-Files fan. I tried to watch it, but... No matter what would happen on that show, at least when I watched it, the guy never raised his voice or yelled or got excited about anything. He was always just like, just like he's always this. the same. I'm like, come on, uh, this this monster's he's a bad actor. This, this monster's blowing up in front of you. Show some emotion. Did you guys like the X Files? I no, I didn't watch. I've only that. seen a handful of episodes. I just didn't get hooked. It's into like it. the girl from Twilight. What's her name? Kristen Stewart. Yeah, and she's the same in everything. This is me laughing. This bad acting. This, <laughs> this is me angry. I don't like this him. I think happy. he's dopey. Like I said, so the X Files ran from September 9th, 1993, to May 19th, 2002. Nine seasons on Fox, and then 14 years later, The X-Files returned, sadly, on January 21st, sadly. 4th, 2016, for a 10th season after a special, which aired in 2015, called The X-Files Reopened. I did hear that they ripped off a lot of UFO storylines from the old UFO TV show back in the day. Is that uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Duchovny's X-Files co-star, Gillian Anderson, turns 53 on Monday, August 9th. The, the, Jill, or, she, of Jillian. Course, or Jillian. Jillian, Anderson, whatever. Yeah. You say Gillian. I say Gillian. You say Jillian. She, of course, portrays she Dana Jillian. Scully she on Jillian. the show. <laughs> I know. No, your chance, your chance, Bartels. I Bar- <laughs> that's Bartels, a wine cooler. That's Bartels injection. It's Bartels. Chance Bartels. Chance Bartels. Either okay. one. Now, I, I did like that the show that the X Files show creator and writer Chris Carter 
brought Roy Thinnis back as a recurring character, the Smoking Man, on the X-Files in its original run in the 1990s. Roy was, of course, David Vincent, star of Quinn Martin's sci-fi drama The Invaders, which heavily influenced the X-Files. The nostalgic toy news of the week, the Rubik's Cube was just bought by the Canadians. It's oh, true. Wow. Are they going to put a little uh, leaves on them, symbols? It doesn't really matter no, because boot it. it's not an American invention anyway. But anyway, Canadian toy maker Spin Master Corp bought the Rubik's Cube, and they completed a $50 million acquisition of the legendary multicolored cube. They're the, replacing the hockey puck in hockey with the Rubik's Cube. The Toronto-based company, which includes Paw Patrol, Hatchimals, and Gund among its brands, announced the plan to purchase Rubik's Cube last fall, and they just acquired it. So uh, I want to mention, I, I posted hold on, it. Hold on a second. You know what I use a Rubik's Cube for? I told you this earlier today, but I didn't tell them that. Paperweight? <laughs> yes, but also I used it for, remember when you break the glass to pull a fire alarm uh-huh. with a little hammer? I always had a Rubik's Cube around later in life to break the window in case there's a fire. I'd throw it through the window or something because <laughs> that's the only thing to me they were good for because I could never solve them. can never do that. I never figured Neither it out. Neither could I have to take it apart and cheat solve it. Or peel, peel the stickers off. And you put it back together. That's yeah, right. that's right. Well, the 3D cube puzzle was invented in 1974 by Hungarian sculptor and professor of architecture, Ernjo Rubik. Well, that explains everything. Oh, this, the cube. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> All horrible. Right. And uh, by the way, our listener friend from fistfulofradio.com, Scooter Parker, let me know that his son Lucas can solve a Rubik's Cube in less than 30 seconds. And I challenged him to prove it. Wow, so that's... Scooter posted a great video of his boy achieving this feat in my Facebook group, The Nostalgic Podcast. I saw it. Look for he the did. cube. Look for the cube where I posted a picture of it, and you'll see the video in the comments. Makes it's me really feel, incredible makes to me see. Makes me feel even more inadequate. I'm not, kid in, does it. I'm not impressed about that anymore <laughs> ever since I saw that kid in China who juggled three right one handed them and was solving with one twist every and he was juggling and he would have to twist one and then twist the next as he was keeping them can't wrap my mind around it was something that i thought was a special effect but did you see that chance the video of that guy doing it no juggling a one-handed i saw the one a scooter son that's about it and it was awesome the old nostalgic word or expression of the week Till the cows come home. You use the phrase till the cows come home to indicate a period of time that is both long and indefinite. An example of the use. When will you be finished? Answer, I'm not sure. We'll be working on this project till the cows come home. An interesting fact and about never been sick the expression day in his till life. the cows come home. The origin of the, phrase, of the phrase till the cows come home comes from the practice of cows returning from their shelters at some indefinite point, usually at a slow, languid pace. And they'll be there with bells on. That's right. <laughs> and really, cows, they wore bells. It was first used in the 19th way. century. All right, so my rant of the week, Amber Alert, shutting off every doggone TV channel in my home. Why? I'm at home. I can't help you. Now, there's nothing against Amber Alerts, but look, I mean, if you're on the road or your phone, through your phone, that's fine. But why do they have to do it through the TV? It Maybe you're disrupts. about to get on the road. You're walking yeah. I, I, they got to do away with that, but they won't. The government will just keep interfering with all of our TV shows. Doggone it. Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> Glad you brought that up. I actually have a PSA. Oh, really? You have Matt a PSA? Santini sent oh, this. Oh, he's in a news story. Yeah, this we'll, is a we'll nationwide, do that. We'll do that. there'll be a nationwide EAS test on August the 11th, this coming week, sometime between 2.20 and 2.50. It'll be a complete test of the emergency alert system. And we'll be on WBHF right here. That's good. That's good. Yeah. My nostalgic treat of the week, the Marathon Bar. 
Have you ever wondered what happened to the Marathon Caramel Chocolate Bar? Do you guys remember that? I yes, I remember. Bar. I still have one stuck in my teeth right now from when I ate it when I was 12 years <laughs> old. That's caramel. how long it took to eat that thing. Wasn't like in a braid shape? Yes. yes. Like a braid? The Mars yeah. Candy Company introduced it in 1973, and it was a full eight inches of braided caramel covered in milk chocolate. It was marketed mm-hmm. as the candy bar you can't eat quickly in commercials by some kind of cowboy guy. The Marathon Bar came in bright red wrappers. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> that made it stand out from the other candy bars. There was actually a ruler on the wrapper that showed how long it really was. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> and now, shall we play a game? And we're Good. continuing from last week because we ran out of time because you guys kept interrupting and making Sorry. stupid faces while I'm doing my segment. Just in time for lunch. That's, that's probably what I look continue, like. By the way, restaurant. That's, that's my normal. Face. It's restaurant chains. <laughs> restaurant chain taglines. Not fast food. These are sit down restaurants. So didn't we can, do this? One? That means we have yeah, to I'm tip. Continuing where I left oh, off. Continue we have to tip. That means we have to tip. There's only five. Because I was zero for five last week. We need to continue the trend. No. Sit down means we have no. to tip them. All right. Eating good in the neighborhood. And you guessed it right, I, didn't I you? I know that one, but I eating can't good. Eating good. Eating good in, in the, the neighborhood. neighborhood. It's going to be Applebee's. That's right. Eating TJ Applebee's. Which, by the way, not, not a lot of people know this. Applebee's, Chili's, and TGI Friday's are the same restaurant. Oh, They're all three baby, the baby. same. Well, that was the first sit-down restaurant I raided at back in 1984 using my own allowance, money or money I earned mowing grass. I they can't shortened remember. that phrase in, in Atlanta. Atlanta. They call it just good in the hood. Remember the chicken finger basket? I think they still have them, but they're not as good as they were back in the day. Yeah. I think it's because of the trans fat uh, they got rid of. Yeah, well, every time <laughs> they got rid of uh, good fat for frying, things tasted worse. Well, did you know that TJ Applebee's was actually founded in Georgia, in Decatur, Georgia, November 19th, 1980? Now, TJ Applebee's. <laughs> Bees. I mean, it's headquartered in Glendale, California, with 1,787 locations as of 2019, and IHOP owns them now. Part of the Dine Brands Global Company. All right. Ah, last one. So good. So good. So good. So great good. steaks and seafood and salads. So good. Uh, so good. Uh, so great good. Steak, great steaks, seafood, seafood and, and salads. Salad. Uh, There's not steak a whisk- and ale. Not steak and ale. Sizzler. Sizzler. Okay. Sizzler for seafood. Sizzler. Yeah. I must, I must have a And here's menu. one that relates to Cartersville. Everyone's going. See you there. The football game Saturday, Friday nights. Uh, Ross's Shoney's. 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 There's a Shoney's, Shoney's big boy right here in Cartersville, Georgia. There is a Shoney's. There are many less Shoney's though, because I think they're closing a lot of locations. And we'll get back. I guess it'll be a three part. I'll get to the rest of my list next week. <laughs> well, on you, well, you take too long. That's the problem. <laughs> I don't know. There's day two. Were right. you saying That's something? Right. The phone's ringing, too. I am Tweet Claude. I do everything fast. Marathon John, you can't eat a marathon candy bar fast, Quick Claude. It lasts a good long time. I show you milk chocolate, delicious caramel, and chewy. Told you. Nobody eats a marathon bar quick, Claude. Marathon lasts a good long time. We're at Monster Stadium. Frankenberry steps to the plate. I'll fill it with my delicious strawberry-flavored cereal, Frankenberry. You're out. A good, nutritious breakfast with Count Chocula is a real hit. Frankenberry. Count Chocula. Both you guys are dying. <laughs> Star Trek, the motion picture, collector's close-ups. It's Mr. Spock. You can get Star Trek The Motion Picture Collector's Close-Ups. Two on each specially marked box of the Monster Cereals.
Hey, we're back. It's BK on the air here having a good time on Saturdays like I always do. We lock this place up and just take it over for a couple hours and then get out of here and uh, before anybody can show up and do anything about it. I got a story here from Entertainment Weekly from Lindsay Bear. Texas Chainsaw Massacre star Marilyn Burns dies at 65. She's best known for her role in the cult horror film the texas chainsaw massacre she died tuesday in her home in houston her manager confirmed to entertainment weekly born in pennsylvania and raised in texas where they shot the movie burns pursued acting throughout her schooling and made her film debut in robert altman's brewster mccloud while pursuing a drama career a drama degree at the university of texas at austin she appeared in small parts and other projects but her breakout wouldn't come until she landed the role of the unlucky teen sally hardesty in toby hooper's bloody and it says bloody but it's not why do people put the word bloody when they describe the texas chainsaw massacre because the guy cut his not. hand in the van well it's not bloody though it's not bloody it's uh, not it's actually a psychological thing it really is texas chainsaw massacre in 1974 face. which remains her most memorable role owen glibberman in his review of the 2003 remake wrote the original uh, of the original movie he said quote with the exception of psycho it's the only modern horror movie i can think of that is as elegant as it is relentless unquote and i'm like well that's that's pretty true it's pretty relentless um you know, Psycho did something no other movie had ever done. It killed its actress in the first half of the first quarter of the film. The star of the film, supposedly her, was was dead. Burns went on to star in Toby Hooper's uh, Eaten Alive in 1974 and as Linda Kazavan in the Charles Manson miniseries Helter Skelter. I remember that, the early 70s miniseries about Charles Manson, which was, which was very uh, disturbing as a kid because I all I heard was they killed people and, and yeah. Charles Manson and they'd show his face and he's a yeah. scary face anyway. So as a kid... Kid, it freaked me out and the book my, too because yeah. my mom watched the mini yeah. the, the mini movie on tv yeah. when i was a kid and the folgers heiress was murdered it's terrible uh she also made a cameo appearance i didn't know this because i didn't see it in 1994's texas chainsaw massacre the next generation and in 2013's texas chainsaw 3d she had they gave her cameos in both well at least they did that for her because she was a classic actress from the first one burns family has requested privacy at this time about the, her reason for her passing speaking of helter skelter that she was in uh you recently did a, a nostalgic pod blast with uh Chris Corman, Harvey Corman's son, who yes. we've talked to before, very nice guy. Last Sunday, yes. And his stepfather was George, and I can't remember the guy's last name, but he was a voiceover artist for Black Star Filmation cartoons. D'Souza. D'Souza. George D'Souza. He played the prosecuting attorney in Helter Skelter. Another time. I probably mispronounced that too. So, yeah, that's right. Like Gilligan's Island, we Gilligan can, Anderson. We can, we can mispronounce <laughs> stuff on this show. Hey, to piggyback on your story, have either of you guys ever been chased by someone wielding a chainsaw? Try going to Universal Studios for Halloween week, and they have all these employees with phony chainsaws. It's so terrifying because of the sound. Mm. The rubber, of course, rubber chainsaws, but dude, it scares the heck out of you. We went to a a haunted house in Cobb County, I think, one of them had the the little chainsaw thing. It it is freaky here. The sound of a chainsaw, because of that film, is what did it, is kind of freaky. I don't think of, hey, let's cut down a tree, because any normal guy would think, oh, I hear a chainsaw, it's time to cut down a tree. I'm like, no, it makes me sound like a, a... Leatherface is you know, chasing somebody. It's this is so going to go back to the comment about the blood, and it's not. It's all psychological. Yeah. If you've ever used a chainsaw, when you've got the one scene where the girl's hanging on the hook, and then the guy oh. decides to chop the head off, yeah, yeah. because you don't see it. Right. And the guy's like back and forth, back and forth. I'm like, right. unless that guy's made out of iron, 
Yeah. It wouldn't take that much effort. It's all orchestrated. It's almost designed to mess with your head. Mm. Because you wouldn't have to do what he's doing, but right. because he's doing not only a sawing motion, right. and you're hearing it, it and it seems like it's going better. on exactly. and on. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. It's yeah. horrifying. And he kind of does that when he comes up on uh, the, the the guy in the wheelchair in the film, Franklin, the one the guy that gets on my nerves in the film. And I'm thinking when I watched it for the first time, I'm like, please kill him first. Because <laughs> oh. he gets on my nerves. But he kills Franklin. He runs out. He comes out of nowhere, and Franklin's there in the woods in his wheelchair. And he and uh, uh, Hooper uses this camera angle where he looks like he's just plowing the, the, the saw, right, the chainsaw right into him. But you never see blood or anything. It's just the camera angle from reverse. And we always go, oh, here comes Leatherface to stir the suit. <laughs> with his giant chainsaw because it looks like that's what he's doing and it's horrifying. What about in Willy Wonka, the, the chicken getting its head cut off? That always freaked me out. And the whole boat moment in Willy Wonka as a kid oh, that's, terrified me. That's a trip. And you know what? You know what bothered Literally. me more than the chicken was the millipede over, over the, the first woman's face. face. Yeah, that just that just freaked because they knew those guys making those movies go. This is going to scare kids to death if we put this in here, and it did. It scared me. I didn't want to watch that part as a kid. Every time it would come on, I'm like, I don't want to see this part. It was that horrifying. I still to me. think to this day when I rewatch, just since you brought this up, Chance, that would not make it a G-rated movie. Mm-mm. Not now. No. Oh, yeah, you're right. The psychological torment <laughs> of what's happening in that scene, it's and then Gene Wilder yeah. is is saying the poem aloud and just getting louder and louder. And he's basically talking about rowing to hell. And somebody said, "Oh who, my gosh, who, who brought it up?" Somebody told me once, and I don't know if this is truth. This because I haven't really explored it that much. Augustus that gets in the tube, the chocolate tube. Mm-hmm. Okay, once he's gone, never heard from again. <laughs> the girl who turns into a giant blueberry, and they take her for the juicing area, take care of her. Right, never heard from again. Rest in peace. Did those kids die? You wouldn't think they did. The way Wonka is, he's a nice guy. But but as a kid, I'm like, they never showed back up. Are they gone? Right. Did they yeah. did they just? Oh, it was an accident. They just good died. writing by Cause all. Because he, he's like, well, well, no, he's like, well, he's in like, the we're, book, they meet him does, coming out. But he's like, but he, oh, oh, but oh, but they're not in the movie. But they are in the book. You say they're in, in the, the book? book. In the book, there's they they meet because, them coming out because Wonka's so Gene Wilder's so adamant about it. He goes, he goes, okay, Wonka. Well, where does it go? He goes, it goes down the tube. He's like, but where does it come out at? In the furnace. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. she's dead. She's so, gonna so we do all the burning. We like, burn. sort of evil laugh here. Yeah, it's like, but yeah, every I think Gene Wilder did just enough to hint that. Yeah, they're not coming back, but we're yeah. going to take care of them. Like, can you please get to the <laughs> yeah. squeezing room before she blows up? Yeah, and then he looks you know. at the other kid, and he's like, wow, some naughty kid's gone, but a few good kids left. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we all like, dated a Veronica go. Salt type, a bad egg. Yeah. <laughs> now I want it now. Yeah. Veruca, like we, the band. Veruca. I've known Veruca. Veruca. Yeah. He's yeah. always correcting my pronunciations. Thank well, you for that. Only my no, no, mispronunciation. That, no, that wasn't a mispronunciation. That was a wrong name. You said Veronica. That's a wrong name entirely. Veruca. Yeah, Veruca. So, we hey, yeah. we knew a few Verucas growing up. Did you know some as kids that were like Veruca salt? Moving this, did you know some Veruca salts growing up? I did. Kids I like that. That's plenty. what I'm saying. I did. I, I never dated one. I, I didn't date so. one, but I knew a kid in school in high school who got a new who got a car, and I wanted a car so bad. You know, my parents couldn't afford to buy me a car for a while. So he got a car, and I'm like, oh, you got a great, nice car. And he's like, yeah, let's go for a ride. So we're riding down the road in the car. He's hitting every hole that he can find. A pothole, he hits it. He's trying, he's trying his best to just hit every hole that he can at a, at a, at a good speed, too. And it's going, boom, boom. And I'm like, 
wow, be careful, man. Your car, you're going to mess your car up. He's like, I'm trying to tear it up. I don't like it. I want another one. Spoiled brat. I'm like, you, why you? I said, give the the car to me then because I will appreciate it and take care of it. So that's a Veruca Salt type Mm -hmm. situation. Barry, you know who uh, had a birthday this past week? One of your favorites, Lonnie Anderson. I just want to throw that out there. This past week. Yeah, that's right. This past week. Well, that reminds me, I, I didn't get to do this day in history today, and there's several stories I didn't get to because we went, went kind of long We today. had fun. So let me let me knock a few of these out while we're at it. August 7th today on this day, 1782, George Washington creates the Purple Heart Medal on this day in history, the Purple Heart for uh, military. 1959, Explorer 6 transmits its first television photo of Earth from space on this day. Now, that was a milestone. In 59... They did that from orbit. By the way, I, you mentioned that I saw a post from one of our uh, local li- representatives. I didn't realize it's also it is National Purple Heart Day. That's why because and of and the I recognition. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. I didn't know that's why. Forty years ago on this day, 1981, The Empire Strikes Back's re-release. It's number one in the <laughs> box office today. Isn't that funny? If you got a new movie and a re-release movie knocks it out, you're like, wait a minute, I spent a year filming this film and this reissue coming out later is taking the one. Well, Empire Strikes Back for a good reason. It's the best Star Wars movie ever made. Correct. 1981, 40 years ago, number one on the Billboard chart, I Wish I Had Jesse's Girl by Rick Springfield. Number one. Wow. On I like Don't Talk to Strangers better. Wow. That's a good song. 1981, what was the top grossing video game in 1981? What video game brought in the most money for arcades and sales? I would still think, think Pac-Man or Centipede. I would tell you it's, I will tell you it's, Wil- it's a Williams game. It's a Williams Defender. game. Defender. You say Defender? I say you, you are you are correct. It was Defender. Defender was the number one game on this week. That was a fun game. 1987, Masters of the Universe is released. The the, the He Man and the, uh, the He Man movie with Dolph Lundgren was released. A on this decent day. attempt at trying to take a cartoon and make it live. Thought action. it was great. Frank Langella should have got an award for Skeletor. Talk about someone who can act through makeup. It was really great. 1992, Clint Eastwood's Unforgiven opens on this day in 1992. What a great director that actor Clint turned out to be. He really was turned into a good director. And another movie. <laughs> Movie opening on this day in 2009, G.I. Joe and the Rise of Cobra premieres on this day, which I actually liked. I thought that was a great movie. I got to look at uh, Sienna Miller for two hours as the Baroness. That really, I love that. Birthdays today. Carl Schweischer is his birthday is today. I don't know if you remember the name, but it's Carl Schweischer. He was Alfalfa on the on our gang, Little Rascals. He died in 1959 under weird circumstances, by the way. Uh, B.J. Thomas, singer, American Caesar, singer, raindrops keep falling on my head, hooked on a feeling. His birthday is today. He died in 2021. He was just in concert, you know, a few years ago uh, over here next door at the Grand Theater. And today is Wayne Knight, actor Wayne Knight's birthday today. Doesn't From he have Cartersville a Cartersville tie He wasn't born yes. here, but he went was, to Cartersville he, High School. He went to high school here. He was. Wayne Knight is from, uh, from this area. And today is also the birthday of... Charlie's Theron's birthday is today. And now mm. Alan's face just kind of glazed over there. His eyes, his eyes have this far off look. In although, I, although she says it'd be my get out of jail free card, I don't think she'd allow me, but I'd give it a chance. He's sitting right there. <laughs> chance is sitting right there. Have don't give me a chance. I have to not be careful on Friday thirteenth, everybody. Like balance, like Alan, like Alan says, it's Purple Heart Day. Today is, today is National Lighthouse Day, and today is National Raspberries and Cream Day as well. Okay. Speaking on air, thanks for being here, guys. Chance as always, always a pleasure. To be here. Adios, my friend. Adios. Yeah. AMF. AMF. We'll see everybody on the podcast. It's BK on the air. Give it up. Podcast Magazine presents. Hi, it's Rob Actis, host of the podcast magazine Hot 50 Countdown. 
Join me as I count them down from 50 to number one, the top 50 podcasts in the land as determined by you, the podcast fans. From true crime, society and culture, self-help, health and fitness, science, and every podcast category in between. The Hot 50 Countdown is here. And don't forget to vote for BK on the Air as one of your favorite podcasts at podcastmagazine.com. 